five breakfast catch up. But real talk, um, toys are a big part of kids, right? And um, I've got a baby, a thirteen-month-old baby. She's about to be fourteen months now. And uh, one thing that um, my wife and I, and more like my wife, we have decided to engage our child on interactive and learning toys instead of just like oh there's a car here's a car for you or here's a doll play a doll uh, instead like trying to play with um toys that will support her cognitive ability nice. and teach her something toys that will teach her how to count you know she presses a button and says that's my hand that's my ear da, da, da. you know what i mean sure. so quite interactive toys right but there's a there's a company, a very controversial company. Mattel is the name of the company, and they are the guys behind the Barbie doll. They have decided to create um, a disabled toy. Wow! You remember uh, they also released, um, um, you know, because the Barbie doll is white. Toys of color, yeah. I don't want to say toys of color because we're not color. I'm a black person, you know. So let's say what it is. Um, black people, Indian people, Asian people, etc. Because when you say toys of color, you're like, uh-uh, why are you towing the line, bruh? <laughs> so, so they've introduced that. And now they have recently introduced disabled toys. And my thing is like, cool, you are representative of what is out there in the world. But in my household, we don't believe in buying dolls like that the only dolls my baby has are from um my neighbor's um helper and it, it comes from a place of love right it's like oh i play with this doll da, 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 da. and we're not going to say no to the gift but i'm just thinking what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that these guys are, are, are creating dolls or uh, toys that are representative of reality what is out there because pe- people with disabilities live around us we can't act like they don't exist similar to black people indian people asian people and otherwise exist so you also need to represent that so i was just thinking I was like, mm, can we get someone who can tell us why they did this and also what's the benefit of that because remember kids kids see the world different to how grown-ups see the world isn't it mm. so i don't know man it's, it's just one of those things that I want to get into. 082 Feel free to hit us up on the 5FM WhatsApp line. When we come back after the break, we'll give um, a call to uh, the dude who's going to tell us more about this. Because I don't know more about this. But what I do know is that I've got a baby girl. And I believe my baby girl can play with cars, can play with action figures, can play with anything. But most importantly, she's got to learn from these things. Do you remember playing with dolls, Tolly? Um, Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I love dolls. I loved uh, plaiting the hair, you mm. know. Um, I just wish my dolls had afros because a lot of the dolls that I had, you know, they had straight hair. Mm-hmm. And so I think if I had a doll that had afro, I would probably even know how to plait perfectly right now. But I enjoyed dolls, dressing them up, dressing them down. You uh-huh. know, it was it, it was beautiful with their little doll houses yeah. and little kitchenettes. Yeah. It was very cute. Yeah. And you, Marley? I also loved playing with dolls. Um, you know, like Oli, it's it was fun. You look at them and you think, oh, they're so pretty. Yeah. And I think that's why it's it's very important to have representative dolls because you look at a doll and you think this is 
the standard of being beautiful. I, I know for myself, the iconic Barbie always had blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And I, from a young age, thought, okay, I, I need to have blonde hair mm. if I really want to be pretty and I need to be tall and I need to be thin like the Barbie. Mm. So having dolls, black dolls, Indian dolls, having dolls with disabilities, hopefully that would create some more representative ideas around beauty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you, bro? I had a few action figures. I didn't like them very much, but this is something that my parents forced it on me. Like Buzz Lightyear action figures mm-hmm. and Johnny Bravo yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But I do think it's really important um, when, when coming to the conversation of representation, obviously, because, you know, the dolls that we play with, especially for children, it says a lot about, you know, it influences their self-image growing up. But in, it, also fa- it also has a bearing on how they interact with people that are different from them, people mm. of different races, genders, mm. sexual orientations, mm. uh, even people who are disabled slash even able pe- able able body people, my apologies. So um I'm I'm all for it. Mm. I'm all for it. Good for Mattel. It's mm. about time, eh? Yeah. So let's get into this conversation with you. We'd like you to get involved and uh, your experience with interacting with the toys that you played with growing up. You know what I got? Trains and dinosaurs. Not human beings. We're gonna have a, a chat now with uh, Kevin um, Kevil is not a toy expert, I must just say that, and, uh, but Kevil is big on representation and he's the director of uh, Gala Queer Archive and he's about to chat to us about the importance of representation in children toys. Kevil, welcome to Five. How are you doing this morning? Hi Smash, thank you so much for having me and good morning to your listeners. Now Kevil, what type of toys did you grow up playing with and how did they make you feel? <laughs> I love that question. So as a little young gay kid, um, I really wanted to play with dolls, but um, most of the people around me, including my parents, were like, dolls are for girls and you can't really play with it. They finally agreed that I could play Have a My Little Pony because that was too much of a doll that I could still comb my hair. So I think the issues of, 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 of toys, particularly with children, are deeply compelling to me. And one, I never really understood why uh, toys have been so gendered, Um, you know, because toys are toys and we should just allow children to play with the toys that that bring them joy. Mm -hmm. And so it's so interesting that you say toys are toys and and they should not be gendered. I've noticed one thing about, I I noticed one thing about um, animals, um, animal toys, uh, I should say. There's no gender with animal toys. I don't know if you guys picked it up. You you picked it up? You picked that up? Yeah. Yeah. Now, exactly. do you feel there's a necessity to represent different people and bodies in toys for kids? I think that's also so important. I mean, if you think of if any culture, every culture in the world has toys as part of their cultural like heritage. Mm. And so if we think about that, toys need to then either represent, particularly when it comes to dogs, for example, the society in a way that reflects young people so that they can see themselves in these toys, right? Mm, mm. But more than that, I think, if we're thinking about toys as a way of really bringing joy to children, then surely the representation of the accessibility of those toys means that we can think of those in very creative ways. And that's why I think what, what Barbie is doing at the, at the moment with, you know, kind of representing different types of toys, whether it's differently abled um, dolls or, 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 you know, dolls with hearing aids, that's so deeply powerful because for young people to see themselves in the toys that they play with, is incredible and it hasn't always been like that in fact i think history shows that it's been the opposite 
you know, particularly in a country like South Africa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in closing, um, when we look at the future of toys, uh, what, what do you have to say to that? So in my ideal world, it's the Wakanda of toys, right? It's not <laughs> gendered, it's representative, and toys can affirm young people and make them feel special. That's the future in my view. Kevon, thank you so much for your time and uh, for chatting to us this morning. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. That was uh, Kevil Hari, director of the Gala Archive, and uh, he was just breaking down uh, his experience in terms of interacting with toys. Hit us up on the 5FM uh, WhatsApp line, 082-550-5151. What type of toys did you grow up with? And... Uh, what did that teach you now that you are reflecting back? Because now we are thinking about it in hindsight. Because like, if you ask a kid about a toy, man, they'll tell you, that's my favorite toy. I don't like that toy. And also another thing I noticed about kids, right? Their favorite toy, they don't like sharing it. <laughs> their, least favorite toy, their least favorite toy, I beg your pardon, they will always share it. 082-550-5151. What type of toys did you grow up playing with? And uh, yeah... Care to share what your favorite was and what your least favorite was? JK here. Um, I think this one's not as, I mean, it's not as complicated as we think. Representation matters. Full yes. stop. Have I, a nice day, guys. I Bye. love that. I love that, right? And he just put it succinctly. Like, well done. Shout out to you, bro. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Um, Look, I think you are right when you say children see the world different from how we see it, about in a sense that how is it that the things that are supposed to be used by children is being built by motives of old people? Oh, wow. Did you guys get that? Notions from the elders can be problematic to how we influence our kids. Mm-hmm. Here's a WhatsApp text. Uh, regarding toys, I have a huge problem with gun toys. I have a little boy and I will never buy him a gun. I don't see how it should be okay for children to play with guns. I feel very strongly about this. Would love to get some opinions on this. I guess the opinion was from the previous WhatsApp voice note. Notions from old people coming down on kids. That's why gun toys exist. And that's, and that's also actually very dangerous, by the way. I, I remember writing a story or two about a child who grabbed his father's, who managed to get a hold of his father's gun and shot sh- and shot the parent. Oh, my goodness. It was actually very scary. There was like a whole conversation about how the right toys, about the right toys for your child, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, you know, added to the whole gun violence thing in the U.S. But, yeah, that's a story for another day. Yeah. Well, you made your point, my brother. Mm-hmm. We got that. Catch up on some of the best moments from 5 Breakfast by going to 5FM's Catch-Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.